Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, whatever part of the world you are tuned in from. This is Funny Like a Clown podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Worth. July 13th, 2021. This is episode 117. Uh, as always, today's episode is brought to you by G Vegas Buffalo Sauce. For the spicy, sweet, savory taste of game time, there's only one G Vegas available at www.gvegas.webs.com. Well, we do buffalo sauce. We do comedy. I don't know how much uh, buffalo sauce this guy had in prison, but he's out now. We're here to talk about comedian Bill Cosby <laughs> and uh, the overturn of his conviction. And to do that, I have on a uh, comedian and political guy, Bruce Chester. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Dennis. Nice to be here. Well, thank you for being on. And uh, well, we originally did a podcast about Bill Cosby discussing uh, all his troubles that led to him being in jail. And I left off that podcast with a jury of his peers, heard all the evidence in the case. Uh, they found him guilty and he will spend the rest of his life in jail. And uh, as we know, he spent three years in jail. And uh, a few days ago, Philadelphia's highest court overturned that conviction on a technicality. And uh, he is now a free man. What was your reaction when you heard that news? Uh, I was very surprised. And he's actually in jail for two years. Um, I which was I was surprised because it was a three to 10 year conviction, but the man's right. 83 years old. So it might as well have been a life. At 83, that well, was a life sentence. Yeah, pretty much, you know. Um, I was very, very surprised. It came out of nowhere. It was, it, nobody saw it coming. Nobody saw right. uh, that this was uh, going to happen. However, I'm looking back, I'm not surprised. And I'll tell you why. Um, I remember the, you know, when everything went through, because as most people know, I was a huge Cosby fan uh, since I was a kid. I mean, every, I mean, everybody was. Everybody right. loved Cosby from Bad Albert to, to Pudding to, uh, Greatest you know. Greatest albums of all time. <laughs> yeah, really, really. And they're still historically funny. Oh, yeah. um, but uh, if you also remember, I also said that Cosby's sexual appetite was Hollywood's worst kept secret. Uh, I remember saying, and I've said this to other people, that you know, if, if a you know if, if a black kid from you know in the '80s from Central Massachusetts knows about it, I mean, who who wouldn't, right? Yeah, right, right. Um, although there was a time where Cosby actually had had acknowledged that problem and then t- turned around. So in the early '70s, actually uh, uh, tried to do better by his wife and his family. Um, so uh, when they in, in the technicality, uh, there's act, they say there's two. In reality, there's only one. The, the one that people keep bringing up that wasn't really a technicality was the, uh, the promise or the deal uh, from a previous, uh, I don't remember his name. I remember, yeah, a previous prosecutor. I remember his first name was Bruce, and you know, why not? But uh, that he wouldn't be prosecuted, then turn on prosecutor. Okay, that, that promise was empty. There was well, they no thought because he retired and the new prosecutor said, hey, I didn't make that deal with him, but it was right. still legally binding because he took that that office made the deal. Well, yeah, yeah. I I mean, you could look at it, you look at it that way. I didn't, I don't, because it was a new guy, I didn't think he was actually bound by that deal because I'm not sure it's a deal that legally could have even been made. Right. But, um, but then again, I mean, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a, pro, a lawyer. So yeah, I'm, I've heard of, you know, you can testify it. under immunity. I've, I've heard of that before, you know. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They'll um, let your small crime go to get to a bigger crime. So, exactly. yeah, they give you immunity to get to the bigger guy. Yeah. Right, right. But what really sank that case um, was the fact that they brought in so many other, I think it was five other women accusing Cosby of the same crime and they actually allowed them to testify. Now that's, I'm not a lawyer, but I know that's a recipe for disaster because those cases were not the cases being tried. And when you're trying to color uh, a, a case or, you know, uh, I mean, these people, I mean, they all, I guess, met Cosby 
So right. I think they were trying to do like a character witness, but at the same time, their testimony was taken at, you know, as testimony against Cosby for a crime that they, he was not being tried for. He was being so tried you, you think for it should have been specific. individual. They should have tried it individually. You think? Well, yeah. If they that? would, Cosby never, would never see the light of day. Okay. That's the problem. The problem is, is that they took unrelated people to this particular incident. Right. I mean, it, it, if it was, you know, if it was a class action suit against Cosby, where uh, what was Andrea or what's her name? Uh, uh, she was uh, a, a student, a player, whatever. Let's say she's a athlete manager, whatever. And there are other staff people at the same time during the, during in the same environment. Then, yeah, I could see them coming in to testify. Yeah, he did that to me. Yeah, I can back that up. He did that to me. So I, that I get. But they didn't do that. And that's and I said that's a bad, that's a bad situation. I mean, I mean, yeah, anybody who met Cosby could have jumped on if they were money hungry. They could have jumped anybody. And they have. Jumped on, right? they, yeah. They've actually done that. Cosby's been blackmailed over stuff that he actually didn't do, um, because he had that reputation to, in in not so many circles where uh, it would have been easy to make him pay, and he actually did pay. But then he turned around and went to the FBI, and they shut it down and got his money back or whatever. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, if the, the, I, I keep saying I get, I get in trouble for this. People say, <laughs> I say, if he's guilty and it's kind of like, well, oh, yeah, he's guilty. And it's like, well, if he was guilty, you know, I mean, there's a lot more going on here than, than just, I Only think just cause he's so. guilty. The two people in the room. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I exactly. Know, so you know, what do you believe? Right. 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 Now I know, I mean, it's obvious he has a problem. It's we'll obvious say there's that overwhelming evidence, right? Right. Yeah. You know, so um, it really should have been, uh, let's, you know, let's say in a different dimension, Cosby got off. He never went to jail at all. Either way, it still should have been a wake up call for him. Um, I think now I think people are really upset. Oh, you know, he's out. He's this, he's that. It's like the man's 83 years old now and his reputation and his legacy is absolutely destroyed destroyed right it is absolutely every honor he had every accolade everything has been taken from him oh, sure. every, every college you gave him a you know honorary doctor yeah they took whatever. it took, yeah, it, took it back you know they disavowed him he's not even allowed on campus so now um at this point my personal opinion is you might as well let sleeping dogs lie um you'll be lucky if he survives another another trial if they can get it. I mean, the state of Pennsylvania, uh, I don't, has, uh, from what I understand, from what I've heard of, has decided not to. Yeah, that was part of uh, the, the thing that they wasn't allowed to be tried again, but that's only in Philadelphia. Now, other states, they, you know. That is possible. Could, I, uh, right. Yeah. But I think that even, you know, whether he's in jail or out, there's nothing he's going to be able to really do other than just retire right. and disappear. That's all he can do now. Nobody, there's no, there's no venue in the anywhere that's going to, Say, oh, yeah, let's have Cosby perform. Yeah, he can't do TV it's, or nothing like that. He can't I mean, do any of it. Live he's shows, done. possibly. I mean, he's still got some people who supported him, so he could do That's true, shows, but, but but it's, I mean, in the business, he's be, he's become box office poison. To, to Oh, yeah, know, I saw nobody's gonna go near to jail. It. There were people in the middle of a show just shouting out, and they had to escort him from the theater. You're a rapist yeah. or whatever, and they had to stop the show and take him out. So right, it was right, a mess you know, beforehand. Really. It was terrible, you know. But but like I said, I, I mean, it's beyond. I mean, there's no going to jail would be pretty much a waste because there is nothing he's going to be able to do other than just live out the rest of his life in well, pretty much obscurity. Right. And it's All sad. Right, so, it's, so. What most people are saying, okay, and I'll get your reaction to this, is uh, mm -hmm. getting off on a legal technicality is a far cry from saying the man's not guilty. What's your reaction mm -hmm. to that? Well, I look at it this way. We don't have a perfect system, but it's the best in the world. Um, so yeah, stuff's going to happen. I mean, there, there are people that do get convicted for things they didn't do. That's, that's you know, nobody can really ignore that fact. Um, where it's like this, I think that really the, the prosecutors are the one that should be criticized and published. They botched it. They messed it up. They, they did something they shouldn't have done. And Thank now... You know, it, it would let, let's say Cosby wasn't Cosby. Let's say he was a rapist. Let's say he was, uh, I mean, a rapist. I mean, not a rapist, but a, um, a a serial killer or a murderer or something. You know, where he's a, he's been a career criminal and he gets off in a technicality. Okay, 
it, it's happened in the past. It doesn't happen as much, I don't think, anymore. The alleged O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> no, no. Um, I got I got my opinions on that. Maybe that's a different show, but that's a different show. <laughs> we'll stick to Cosby for now. Okay. Stick to Cosby for now, right? But um, yeah, it's uh, shame on the prosecutors. Shame okay, on them so for, no. for not doing what they were supposed to be doing. On the flip side of saying getting off on a legal technicality doesn't mean he's not guilty. Mm -hmm, Since if you go to Bill Cosby's, uh, you know, social media accounts, he's going crazy claiming his innocence, saying we maintain our innocence the whole time. We never wavered. He did his time like a man. Mm -hmm. And he says he's telling people, go back and read the court transcripts. OK, if mm -hmm. you read the court transcripts, OK, he was asked. Have you ever given a woman drugs and hoped to have sex with them? And he said, yes. Now, saying that is a far cry from saying I drug women to have sex with them, you know. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, yeah. you know, if, if you go out for drinks with a woman and you buy her a beer, you know, and you're thinking, hey, I wonder maybe, you know, if we'll yeah. have sex later. That's a far cry from slipping something in a beer and drugging yeah. her too Without her knowledge, yeah. Well, what's, what's your response to that? What Cosby said? Um, you have to remember, I mean, uh, Cosby has been such a staple in American society that they tend to forget that he's been around a long time in the world. He, we are all products of our, um, our formative years, and sometimes our formative years go well into our 20s. Um, I'm a child of the 80s. I love 80s music. I love big hair. I love the look. Every, you know, because that was when I discovered life. Yeah, you know? that was when you explored your youth, right? Yeah, exactly. And we're all like that. My dad was the same way. He was a child of the fifties, you know. And yeah. you love, you love the stuff from the fifties. People love stuff from the seventies, and and that's normal. That's a, that's a normal human reaction. Cosby isn't any different. But the problem with Cosby is that he was he's basically a child of the sixties, if you will, the fifties and the sixties. Uh, and the reason why his formative years lasted longer is because at a young age he went from being uh, somebody who's, who's obscure to somebody who's very famous very quickly. I'm not saying he was an overnight sensation. He wasn't. But at the same time, he, he was a lot of firsts. He was the first black person to win a, an Emmy for a leading role. That's historic. You know, and there's a, there's a lot of uh, uh, momentum, political, I should say political, but a lot of influential momentum that comes with that. And when when you uh, when you're used to having that kind of power over people, where you, you people you know he could say get me a taco, and he's got 16 different tacos in his face in 10 minutes, you know it's hard to adjust down from that. I'm not saying again, I'm not a different lifestyle than most people do, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it not about athletes normal. too. They're so used to having you know everything Whatever. covered up for them that that becomes yeah. a lifestyle, right? Well, it's not. It's well, I'm not necessarily talking about things being covered up. I'm just talking in general. I mean, if you're, I mean, and, and people haven't changed. I mean, Justin Bieber, I mean, uh, uh, you know, all this stuff where people are more about the image than they are about the craft, then, you know, you're going to have that problem. There. That's why, you know, you wonder, I mean, in my opinion, every actor should be able to do film, television, and theater. In reality, that isn't true. Some, some people can do film and television very well, but they suck on stage and vice versa. Um, you've got actors you've never heard of that that are superstars on stage, and because that is their that is their best place to be as far as They're their craft and talent. Right. That's a strong point, right? So with Cosby, um, he I believe that he got so ingrained it was easy to do in the '60s, where you know because I mean they don't even have quaaludes anymore. You can't even get them. They're not even you available. You mentioned that on the first podcast that yeah. this was a common thing trying to drug women's drink back in the, the '60s. Well, it, it was a common thing where it was consensual because everybody was doing drugs. I mean, yeah, drugs yeah. were not. And, and here's the thing, though. But uh, what people don't realize is that anything in pill form in the 60s was considered respectable. So you weren't on these, you know, in these drugs, these opium dens where people were smoking or shooting up or snorting stuff. Okay. You, if you were in a group and they were popping pills, there was no stigma there. Okay, there was activity. It, it was, yeah, because it was, oh, they figured it was because they thought it was safe because it was manufactured. It was something that normal people use, you know, right. like Valium. But we, we now know, but even those, I mean, you can get stiff on cough syrup if you really wanted to, right. and that you can still get that over, over the counter. So, so the attitude towards, you know, uh, those types of substances was very, very different. So, and I think the problem is, is that. Uh, Cosby developed a pattern of behavior that nobody called him on 
as times change through the 70s. I mean, I'm not saying he was doing it every day. Matter of fact, he probably did it once in a blue moon, but it was still, you know, it doesn't well, matter. He, he wasn't still the so only weird. guy doing it, but he was the famous guy. So he's the one you exactly. heard about. Yeah. Everybody was doing oh, I'm it sure there's plenty of other famous. famous. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of other famous people that did it, but realized yeah. over time that it was a bad idea. Right. Because they weren't, they didn't have the kind of influence Cosby had. I mean, if they were has been, you know, they're lucky if they can, you know, stuff a cup of coffee down somebody. So never mind, get them to, you know, get in bed with some quaaludes, you know. But but again, because you had a lot of young people into that, you know, especially, you know. Uh, well, his wife, poor. Camille, what's his wife's name? Camille? Camille, Camille yeah. Right. Yep. She said these women knew that they were taking the, the, the pills that, you know, they knew it was such her. Yeah. yeah. She was probably as desensitized as Cosby was, you know, which is a, right. which is unfortunate because I can't really understand why. I mean, you would think that he's Cosby. If he wanted sex with somebody other than his wife, he could get it fairly easily. But again, that's why I believe it was a pattern of behavior more than it was just, oh, he's this huge monster right. uh, that preys on women. It's kind of like, well, I think it's more he has this thing that he does that in his mind is perfectly acceptable right right and and it's not obviously i mean we, right, right, we change right. our behavior as, as our culture changes back then you know. it was a gray area where today it's not a gray area right? exactly yeah okay, exactly so um now how many was how many accusers was it that was accusing them at the peak of the thing i mean it was like, i think about 50 around about around 50 around 50 accusers yeah. all right now a lot of these accusers were in states where the the you know you have time limits you know, and the time had ran out, so even right. they statute of limitations, yeah. Statute of limitations, they couldn't bring it against them. Now they had some sort of victory when you know he was found guilty on these, and I can't mm-hmm. try him, but he's found another. So, yeah. you know, what what do you think their response is to that after the? Oh, they're livid. I'm sure each and every one of them who are, are livid because now let's 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 say for a moment that you know the question of his guilt with these women is still up in the air. But in their eyes, he did it. Okay, so right. let's let's just assume he's guilty. They're upset because now their vindication has been taken from them, and then okay. they have their justice because the statute of limitations are out, right? Right. So they 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 feel doubly screwed. Um, okay. So that's that's how I would I would view it. At the same time, if there are a good percentage of them that were put up to it, where maybe there was they either they never even. Did it they're not going to get any money out of this, right? <laughs> exactly. They're not going to get any kind of, yeah, they're going to, uh, if people look deeper into it, they may find out that they lie. Right. Okay? I'm not, and, and for your, your audience, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Right, okay? right. So we're talking just about so both know. sides of it. We're not picking yeah. a side. We're right. Kind of right. just saying that it's, side, that's right. the possibility. Right. So. Okay. So, um, well, just a little bit more about you. I know you got your own podcast going on and you got it in the background there. So yep. tell people a little bit about what you got going on. Um, well, uh, last year during uh, sort of at the height of COVID, I decided to run for office and uh, I figured I'd, uh, I'm ex-military. I'm a veteran, so I'm, I'm accustomed to public service. And so I thought this would be another way I could actually uh, uh, help my community. So I ran for office. I met a, uh, a friend of mine, Scott Graves, who's technically the liberal to my conservative but we agree on more stuff than we don't agree okay <laughs> which is the way it's supposed well, that to be. makes for a good show right it does it does but we do we do talk about um a lot of, we our show our show's format is actually we start off but we, we try to do one local issue and discuss it one national issue discuss it uh we did something a little bit different last week we record matter of fact i'm recording tonight we record every tuesday and then it comes out on friday and we actually did a debunking uh, episode. So we found some historical facts because we both like uh, like enjoy history. Sure. We did uh, a few debunking of uh, a few different things. He did uh, a current. I one. love the history of comedy, man. Um, so you were up my alley. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then there was also uh, I I did a sort of a, a federal general one that has been uh, something I've actually worked to debunk for many many years. So. Okay, so we can see part like of the that. name behind you, but what's the name of the show? Yep. The name of the show is On the Rocks Politica. It's where can, people, right. where can they find it to tune in? Um, you can go to smgassociates.com. Uh, okay. You can search on most uh, podcast platforms. You may, uh, if you see Scott's On the Rocks Politica, it's the same show. Uh, it used to be um, Scott, it, there were actually two Scott Grays here in, in Gardner. Oh, okay. And uh, they were again. They, it was it was kind of the gimmick because you had Scott Graves, the liberal, you know, Scott Graves, the conservative. Unfortunately, Scott Graves, the conservative, is on 
uh, uh, he, he has a law practice and he's on city council. So unfortunately he couldn't make a regular commitment. So Scott had asked me to come in and take over for, that's why it's on the rocks, Politica, instead of Scott's on the rocks. That's why there's a, ah. basically a glass of scotch behind there. Um, the, I, that was kind of the, the in joke, but oh, I said, just make okay. it on the rocks, Politica. <laughs> You know, just, you know, that way you didn't have to change too much. All right. Well, good luck with that podcast. And uh, as I mentioned, we did an earlier podcast about Bill Cosby at the height of when he was getting convicted. And mm -hmm. after it was done, one of the main things that the fans complained about that we didn't discuss was uh, Cosby's son passing away and whether you thought this had anything to do with it. So let's get to that now. Do you think that had um, anything to do with what's going on? That's that's a tough question because we don't really know what's going on in Cosby's head. I mean, to lose a child, I've never lost a child. Right. Uh, I am a father. No, uh, I have imagine. a wonderful child. Yeah. Uh, she's an adult now, so uh, she's done wonderful, great things, and I'm super proud of her. So I can only imagine what he went through when that happened. And um, not only that, what he had he originally had five kids. He's now down to three because his, one of his daughters actually daughters has actually passed away, I think, from liver cancer. She passed away right as he went into jail or right as this is all going on. He actually suffered the loss of another child. So right. uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, I mean, I, I, it's kind of why I think Cosby. Well, I mean, you love your life. children, obviously, your children, are your yeah. children. But, you know, I mean. If you're a man and you have a son, you can relate to him better than, than you could a daughter. And if you're a mother, you can relate to a daughter better than you could a son. But they're your children no matter what. But this was his only son, I think. Yeah. He's got a few other daughters, but it was his only son. So right. that had to mess with his head. So I, I mean, think it did. I, I, think, I, I think, think it, it hit him hard. Okay. I, yeah, I mean, I know what I lost my father a few years ago. It hit me pretty hard. Okay. Um, you know, because he died by accident. You know, it wasn't, you know, a long because my mom had, I had time to say goodbye to my mom. Cause she died. Um, right. She actually was dementia. So I kind of mourned her a lot earlier than her actual passing. But I mean, there's not, I mean, it, people do it differently. Uh, but everybody would say you, you can't use that as an, as an excuse to, you know, do things like rape a woman. Okay. I mean, if your son passed away, you're depressed, you're down, you do something stupid. That's not an excuse to do bad things. On the other hand, if you've ever dealt with mental illness, Mm -hmm. people don't think normal ways okay so no. if you're suffering from mental illness you're doing yeah. things that seem normal in your head which would seem you know insane to other people so yeah. you think that might have it's, been a part of it oh absolutely absolutely Me mental illness uh especially if you have mental illness and then you have a, a traumatic event happen oh yeah. my gosh it, it's it's boggles the mind my wife and i uh it was i was actually surprised we watch a tv show called porters on a &E. I don't know if you've ever seen seen this show well um, well, you know what a hoarder is. A hoarder, hoarder is, I, mean, you know, I know what a hoarder is. I pack know. rat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've well, you, yeah. If you if you look at, I mean, I've been watching the show for a number of years. You've got people who go out and they collect things, um, and and it's weird because different hoards are different. They, uh, most of them are, are relatively have have the relatively same stuff in them. But you have people who are food hoarders that will keep food and let it go bad. It becomes a and disease, they, it, right? Yeah. yeah, and they don't even, they, it doesn't bother them. You've it's normal to who, them where you're looking at it like, what's going right? on? They've, they've adjusted their their threshold so low that uh, they won't, something they can't, they literally, it's obviously the case. It's covered in mold or it's it's expired, it's dripping, it's nasty, it's gross doesn't bother them. They, they literally have adjusted their, their ex, what's acceptable, their threshold so low. Mm. And that's, that typically happens because they, they, in something in their mind clicks as a trigger where they say, you know, I don't, you know, Oh, it's just trash. I'll get to it later. And then, you know, five years goes by and the trash is mm. has hit the ceiling. And sometimes it wrecks, it literally wrecks the infrastructure of their house. You know, there have been hoarders that have literally wrecked their own house because they have some stuff in there. You know, and they'll they'll sleep in a corner on a ratty bed, a rat infested bed, and you know, um, and it and it, you need it doesn't to find matter. a way to deal with this though. You can't use it as an excuse just to do 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 things. You know, they, they we all but have laws find we have to live by. You know, yeah, right. But people have excuses for all sorts of stuff. You will never find a serial killer that thinks they're a bad person. Right. They think that, well, I had to kill them because they were too People twist it around in their head. It's somebody exactly. else's fault, yeah. not mine, right? Right. It's somebody else's fault. So you, th you think Cosby might have thought that, uh, you know? I think it's very possible. I think, you know, mental illness is no respecter of persons. I mean, 
you look at, um, you know, you have to, first of all, acknowledge there's a problem. And sometimes, and that's a problem, you know, mental, mental illness is, is magnified in famous and influential people because the people around them won't address it for one reason or another, either they're scared or, you know, they're making a lot of money off of this person for some reason, or, or it, it runs a whole spectrum. Um, uh, I believe Cosme does have this mental illness and it was, it's never been checked and he's never admitted or even realized. And, and it's, and, and I'm not, and there is a certain degree where you say, well, as long as they're okay with it, you know, that's half a lot of the problem are, is getting people to admit they have a problem. Most people exactly. they think it's normal. They won't admit yeah. it. Right, yeah. Exactly. They've been, oh, I've been doing it for 40 years. Why, why should I stop now? I mean, nothing bad has come from it that, that they can perceive, but then, you know, it all hits at once. They got to pay the price. Yeah. yeah. Whether, whether it's breaking the law or living in, in, in a very unhealthy or a very dangerous situation. I mean, humans can get used to anything. I'm ex-military. I was in Iraq for a year. Believe me, humans can get used to anything. Right. Okay. If, if, if they have to, if they don't see any other way out, they will just adjust well, up mind here. Adjust to it, yeah. And yeah, they'll, it, it, it's a survival mechanism. It's, it's, it's kind of ingrained into us to survive but oh, it doesn't yeah. mean that doesn't mean it's healthy or even necessary so mental illness might have contributed to what cosby was doing i think it did okay i think it did now they can't retry him in philly they've already decided that do you think yeah. other states like california do you think that they're going to go after cosby now or do you think hey they're going to let you know we, we've been down this path it's they're going to let sleeping dogs um out. i think that if they were going to go after cosby they would have already. They had him where they wanted him. Um, Do you think it's over? He's a free man. He's going to stay free. Hard, hard to. I, I think he'll end up staying free because it just isn't worth it. I mean, you're going to have people. Who, I mean, um, I mean, I, I feel for the victims. You know, what, real or perceived, or however you want to. You know, because they 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 probably feel you know unfairly treated robbed the other day of justice right yeah yeah or it was but on more, the other hand they had so many years to bring these charges and they didn't they're the ones who let it expire right but that's 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 tough though because yeah, it's normal I mean, that's normal to not want to face your your well, it's fear it's i mean we want women to come forward i would always want a woman to no matter who it is i mean it could be my greatest hero right you know or you know even a family member but you know, if they've got a problem like that, but it's it's I mean, it's, it's tough easy to confuse anyone, especially somebody of Cosby's stature, right? Who's going to believe yeah. me over Bill Cosby? I'm sure exactly would. that that again, it's fear, fear that I won't be believed, fear right. that I won't be taken seriously, and, and it's unfortunate that they felt that way. But right. you can't change the past, and and you can't change the law just to accommodate a small percentage of people that's just sometimes animal. victims will think that oh. i do something wrong was it my fault that i send out wrong signals so you don't know yeah but uh um, yeah yeah it's 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 a very difficult and it will remain to be a difficult situation there's no real right, right. Okay, so, answer to that so everybody's got their opinion i mean i don't think oh, yeah. anything's going to change you either think he's guilty or you don't i don't think yeah. anyone's opinion is really going to change from this right well i don't know i mean my did mine did at first i thought i didn't think it was uh I didn't think he was guilty at all. And now I think what I think is that he, he had a negative behavior yeah. that, uh, that, that went unchecked. I think it's mental illness. Um, it doesn't absolve even mental illness does not absolve hurting another person uh, or any, anyone, but at the same right. time um, it's, it, it's more than just, Oh, Bill Cosby is a monster. It's Bill Cosby has a mental illness. And at the very I, least he put himself into some bad situations, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's the problem. People want to write off mental illness and they shouldn't. Uh, I think that if, if anything positive should come from this, it's that, look, you know, don't, you know, don't let the fear of, of retaliation um, prevent you from coming forth. Don't let, you know, if you think somebody is doing this really negative behavior, even illegal behavior, and it's even somebody you care about, you know, you got to get over that fear of that. I mean, his family knew his wife knew yeah. okay you you can't tell me other people didn't know cosby was doing this but yet they didn't stop him they didn't put him set him down and, and, and make uh, him stop they said look you have a mental illness you have a problem that is going to get you in trouble nobody did that 
And I do feel a little sad for Cosby. But he's Bill Cosby. How do you talk to Bill Cosby? You know, man, if you're I Bill Cosby's here. wife, you say, sit down, yeah. shut up, and listen to me. Do what I tell you. He's to not do. Gonna, Cosby's not going <laughs> to listen to his wife. You know that, right? I don't no. know. She, I've, I've met people who have met her out in Western Mass. Yeah. She's a formidable woman. Is she? All right. Well. Yeah. Camille's a formidable woman. Yeah. You know, she's I mean, the senator. Shannon Sharp said, no, Shannon Sharp, famous football player. He said, even when he's on the road, like if he's at a hotel and he's on an elevator and the elevator mm-hmm. opens and a woman walks on, he walks mm-hmm. off even if it's not his floor because he don't yeah. want to put himself in that position of being alone with a woman in an elevator. Yeah. Okay. So at the very least, because, you know, he put himself in some positions yeah. he knew better than to put himself in. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't to say he knew better to put himself in that would be. If he knew better, he would have done it. That's that's the thing. He didn't right. know better. He didn't. He didn't have that sensitivity, that understanding. And he, and again, if, if it got to, I mean, we typically learn these things. Um, I, you know, I own a business where um, when we go to major events, like a weekend uh, sales conference, if you will, um, we typically do that. A leader, if, if he's with um, the wife of somebody he's working with, he makes sure the husband's there. Because they don't want to be in this, and I this goes back to the '90s when I when I first got involved. It's, it's important to maintain a pro- proper boundaries, and these are people we loved, trusted, laughed with, traveled with, all this stuff. We always made sure that there was at least three people in counseling, unless it was two men and they were they had enough of a relationship that was one right. thing, or two women. Yeah. And you know, if it was mixed genders. It, it was always three always people. Always had to be a third person. Always, right? always had to be three people. You know, it's just and that was because, sense, yeah. well, it, it is common sense now. It wasn't common sense back the, then, right? Yeah, yeah. 70s, yeah. You know, it it wasn't common sense when Cosby was open to that. Right. Now that he's developed this habit, you know, how do you get an alcoholic to stop drinking? You know, <laughs> he, he's you know. I know that. Yeah, my best friend. Yeah, I know. It's, it's... Yeah, you know. All right. So what they're saying now is uh, now allegedly they're saying you know these women they saw Bill Cosby they saw opportunity mm-hmm. to be on TV they put themselves into you know intimate situations you know hoping to further their career. Uh, now from their side of it, he gave them some pills, you know, drugged them and had sex with them. From his side of it, allegedly was you know. Hey, you know, he gave him some pills to relax him. They took him willingly. He never forced them to take any. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they got woozy and had sex with him. They're saying because of this now, the guys like Harvey Weinstein and other sexual predators that they're now going to get off on technicalities. Do you think this is going to become a, a revelation where anybody who does this can get off on a technicality no. now? Or? No, no. Be, each case is different. It, it, it could be exact. I mean, even if, see, Weinstein didn't, drugging he wasn't drugging people he was just forcing people by violence and i'm sure there are plenty of people that slept with harvey weinstein willingly hoping to further the career oh, willingly yeah. to hopefully further the career but yeah then when know? they didn't further the career they felt bad for doing it afterwards twisted yeah. around in the head oh it has to be rape otherwise yeah. i'm a whore basically right basically yeah and there are a lot of people that didn't i'm sure that didn't come forward but but again there are a lot of people that did and there's a lot of people Courtney Love, of all people, back in the 90s, warned people about Harvey Weinstein. This is long before any of this stuff. It was just at the very beginning of the whole sexual harassment thing. Because if, you, if you're any kind of film or entertainment buff, history buff, you know that the casting couch has gone back decades. Oh, sure, you know? sure. Forever. I mean, even Shirley Temple had stories. And she you was, want to further your career. Yeah. years old at the height of her career. And she, she had a, she had a movie executive exposing himself to her. She had, she told that story years ago. So, so this is away. the point. I mean, is that where the gray area is in this whole thing is, you know, is it, you know, I'm not forcing you to do this. If you want to force your career, I'm giving you a choice. Sleep with me. Now, if you willingly make that choice, mm-hmm. you know, you can call the creep and jump him because he's a creep every which way to sideways, but he yeah. didn't force you to do it. I bring it to Louis CK, you know, uh, what yeah. he got accused of. Well, he asked the people, do you mind if I masturbate in front of you? They said, yes, he did it. So who's guilty there if he asked for permission? Now, you can say he's a creep, but he, did he do anything wrong? Isn't that the gray area? Um, if these women sleep with these guys hoping to further the career, there's a gray area and, you know, feel like a whore about well, it afterwards. I, I, I'm not sure I'd call that a gray area. I'd call it uh, a culpability because if you're, I mean, uh, how, how much better or worse a person are you? If somebody's wanting to sleep with you to, to advance your career, but they give you the choice. 
now the like you said the ball's in your court so yeah. now um how how are you going to go back and say well like i this guy didn't sleep with me or he did sleep with me in my career you know maybe you're just a terrible actress <laughs> okay yeah. if you're a terrible actress your career doesn't go forward you know maybe maybe somebody did do what they said they were going to do in exchange for sexual favors now that whole process is reprehensible but it happens we all know what happens so who's and the blame do you think in your opinion I, th I think I would say if I had to put blame on it, it, you know, if the person had the choice, it's their fault. Okay, no. they had the choice if they didn't it. have the choice, now, some of these accusers are saying, though, Cosby didn't give them the choice. I saw one lady said, Cosby offered her some pills. She said, what's these? He said, oh, they're your friends. Just take them to help you. And she took them. And they're like, well, why would you take them if you know? Well, I trusted them. I trusted them. Now, do you think if she trusted them to take the pills, is that her fault for putting herself in that position or is it Cosby's fault for drugging her? I, I well, it, it depends on her attitude towards pills. I mean, like I was saying earlier, I mean, I, I have um, <laughs> family members, or at least I, I uh, that told me stories about family members that I haven't met that died before I met them. That, um, you know, uh, during a time where pills were popular, had a bread box full of, of prescription pills because they were easy to get. Right. Well, nobody made her take those. She liked to take those. Right. So if she went to somebody's house and say, oh, I've got a headache or, you know, she wanted to basically get high for whatever reason and somebody has pills, she takes them. It's her responsibility. Taking pills or not. Take, that's that's a definable, definitive action. You could be my mom or my dad. Who I loved and trust immensely. If they say take a pill. And they don't trust. know what it what it is. I ain't taking it. It's just, I mean, really. Oh yeah. Your own parents no, I, you parents take a pill when you were a kid. She told me what it was. Yeah. She always told me. I mean, I took chewable aspirin because I hated. I to this day I don't swallow pills. I have to swallow pills now, but I don't like. Oh, never right. liked it. Uh, but but if I did, everything being equal, it'd be, still be the same way. It would be you know why it's like well mom what's this for and he says well. You have this, you know, this is for your headache. This is for your right. cold. It is cold medicine. They didn't tell you they were happy pills. They'll, they'll help you, right? Yeah. They told me, oh, these pills are your friends. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah, look and right. say, it's like, they might, if they're my friends, have them give me some money. I mean, I don't. Yeah, yeah. What are you, what are you talking <laughs> you know, about? My, you're my friend. Can you, you imagine? Know, Jesus, my just, just this podcast, we're going back and forth, and I'm like kind of leaning toward Cosby, then I'm kind of leaning toward the victim. And it's yeah. like, you don't know. Can you imagine these it's jurors hard. just having to hear all this and yeah. decide guilt or innocence? Because it's yeah. like, these... well, and that was the other problem is because there was no media blackout for the jury. You know, so that, that's another problem that all those guys are facing. I mean, I'm, I'm no fan of Harvey Weinstein. I'm not even really a fan of Roman Polanski, who the minute he steps out of Switzerland, they're going to nab him. Um, but, you know, if you do that Kind of what happened to Martin Scorsese, right? <laughs> What's that? Kind of what happened to Martin Scorsese. He was hiding what out in France, to... and he went to some awards banquet in Germany, and they nabbed him in Germany. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, he had yeah. settled with the family years before that, and I don't know whatever happened. Oh, okay. I do remember yeah, the I, I picked him up, yeah. Right, right. And, and that's the thing. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm a big believer in personal responsibility. Right. If you're, if, you, if you're taking something, if you're putting something in your body and you don't know what it is, come on, shame on you for, for not, for put not at least in that position. I, right? You put yourself in that position. You didn't ask. Okay. I mean, I don't eat, I mean, I don't, the only time I ate food, I didn't know what was in it when I was in Iraq and there was nothing else. And I had, you know, there, I did have to trust the army to say, okay, this is safe to eat. Yeah, what is it? Just put here. some gravy on it. Yeah, but what is it? Just never mind. Put gravy on it, need it. Okay. It was what do you think, you ate, Bruce? What do you think it was, man? Uh, some type of egg product, I think it was. It was breakfast, so oh, okay. it didn't look like eggs. It was green, but you know, green eggs and ham. But it's but you know, when you're talking, I mean, come on, it's it's not. I mean, we you know, during the '80s, it was just saying no. It was a big drug. At least an awareness right. of any type of drug that you take, whether it's a pill form, whether it's a smoke, snort, inject, whatever it is. Okay, you have to ask yourself, what the hell is that? Do I want this in my body if I don't know what it's going to do? You know, it could be poison, it could be rat poison for all you know. You know, you could be dead inside of a couple of minutes if you take that. You don't know what. So, it is. if you make a bad choice and do that, do you think that gives Cosby the right to take advantage of you though? Because you put yourself in a bad no. So, any no, time it, somebody it's... puts themselves in a bad position, someone can take advantage of them, and it's okay. Not at all. 
Not at all. No, because then, see, it's, like I said, it's about choice. You can choose to take advantage of that person or not, you know, and if you can't right. tell the difference, you, I mean, it's like, well, I want to have sex with this. I really like her. I mean, she's completely passed out. Well, you know, well, she put herself in that position by taking the pills. So does that make it yeah. okay? So you no, can judge them every absolutely. Obviously, it's not okay. You can't have yeah. sex with a drugged out woman. But, you know, yeah, or drunk, then you got or, a question. She put herself yeah. in that position. So that's the gray area, right? I mean, well, one one bad decision does not. Is it legal? I guess is the question. OK, we know it's not moral. It's disgusting. It's an immoral act. But is it legal or illegal? I guess that's the real question, right? Uh, which part? Taking the pills or, or, or having the way with them? Uh, well, having their way with them and then saying, hey, she took the pills and put herself in a position. Then the jury has Again, to decide which, de which one they're going to go with. Right. It's a definable act. So of course it should be illegal. No, right. I mean un unless I mean I, I don't about y'all. If I'm gonna you know uh, uh, you know with my partner only um, be with my partner only. I'm being very very PG and G right now. If I'm gonna be with my partner, I'm just gonna be with my partner. I don't want her drug. I want her awake. I want her you know <laughs> you know uh, right, interactive. Right, right. You know that's I mean to for me as a normal everyday average person. I would not want, I mean, so I guess what again, I'm saying is this, Bruce, okay? What I'm saying mm -hmm. is this, if you get drunk and you drive your car and you hit another car and kill somebody, mm -hmm. you don't get charged with murder. You get charged with manslaughter. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's but, the well, difference. So do you, do you well, think it's, it's an excusable act because he was under the influence or should it be murder no matter what? It really should be murder no matter what, in my opinion. It should be murder no matter what, but it's not. That's the law. It depends on the state. So the laws depends, are kind of. Yeah. It depends on the state. Some states that will be vehicular oh, yeah, homicide. Manslaughter because yeah. there was no intent the to kill anybody. It wasn't my intent to kill anyone. Yeah. Sometimes it's second degree. Yeah. If there's no intent, it might be second degree murder instead of. But he put himself but, in that. But yeah, no, no matter how you slice it. I mean, the only time uh, I feel for if it's like uh, if you accidentally and you're completely lucid, you know, you're afraid you did something and you didn't realize it killed somebody, but it killed somebody. It's like, okay, that's involuntary manslaughter. But, you know, you should even, if you can prove that, then. The guy should shouldn't really be punished for something he did, you know, because that wasn't even something he was trying to do. He was trying to do something else, you know. But if you, but and that's because that's a choice. It's a choice he made. Choice uh, say, made okay, way. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix this wall. I'll make it better. And then, oh, I hit a wall. It fell on, you know, some some rocks fell on. Somebody killed him. Oh, uh, I didn't, you know, right. it was it was not even remotely close to what he was trying to do. Versus when you decide, the minute you decide whether it's pills, whether it's booze, you get behind the wheel of a car. That's a 2000 pound weapon that you're, right. you are now wielding while you're, while you're impaired. You shouldn't even do it if you're tired. You know, I mean, I, I, I've had several driving jobs over my life. There were times where I literally got to a point. I knew, I knew what my, my limit was middle of the day. If I hit that limit, I pulled over and I stopped. I found I found a, I found a rest area, a parking lot, whatever, someplace safe. And I took a nap. So I guess and we can I, I say that it, so. Cosby put himself in a bad situation. The victims put themselves in a bad situation. Mm -hmm. Something bad happened. You know what I mean? Yep. When you're both going to put yourself yeah. in a bad situation, something bad's going to happen, right? Yeah, it, it, exactly. And it could be, you know, it's like texting and driving. I mean, if you're texting yeah. or if, if you're, if you're a friend text, I mean, there are, the, there are dozens of these PSAs that England seems to be really graphic with these things. If you ever get a chance, Go on YouTube and put in British driving and texting PSAs. See what you come up with. It's it's a horror movie because it's so realistic. And right. there there was one where, uh, where uh, the girl who was driving and texting survived, but everybody else in the car died. Okay, there was another oh, one geez. where um, th this one was just you know rear seatbelts, which is a, you know they they had one for putting on your seatbelt in the back. And it starts off with you have the mother and you have the son. The son gets the back seat, mother's in the passenger seat, and they say this man is going to kill this woman. And what um, what happened was was that uh, the kid in the back didn't put his seatbelt on, and the mom did, and they they stopped short. They hit something, and the kid in the back, his head drove through, and and, and basically smashed his mother's head, um. and somehow he survived, but the mother died. And literally, his, his weapon was his own head. Right, he didn't right, have right, a seatbelt right. on, you know, stuff like that. That's a choice. Putting your seatbelt on is a choice. Putting you, you know, yourself in a vehicle 
texting and driving is a choice and you, you have think to be, it'll be cut and dry. there's so many technicalities though you don't know which way to go but there are let's get there back you to have to cosby prove that here. in court of law too you know that's um the thing. now we mentioned cosby's 83 years old uh you know do you think at that age you know he wants to get out he wants to tell people that he's innocent i mean he's already like i said on social media do you think at 83 he'll retire? Have we heard the last of Cosby? Or do you think um, he'll tour? Do you th- I mean, TV's not going to touch him, but I thought, imagine if Bill Cosby started a podcast, because anybody has access to the internet. If he started a podcast, how many people would tune in? Or do you I think, think a lot of people would. Cosby, or do we get more to hear from him? I, I don't think Cosby's quite done yet. If he's speaking out now, he's going to continue to speak. Right, yeah. Um, and, and I Because now he, he has the platform, he has the ability. And now there's, a, there's enough doubt in the process uh because cosby's out that i think that he'll he can i think he can gain some momentum he'll he'll never get back to where he was i think podcasting and decentralized sort of um non-con i don't think he'll ever really perform again in, in a venue uh he'll never be back on tv but let me let me throw something out there that um i i mentioned it on the first cosby show with you uh, that um, it, I found it interesting because there were a lot of things that had happened. Uh, one, of, one of the most significant was the fact, I don't know if you remember Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory was, a, was actually a popular comedian. He was actually a contemporary of Cosby in the late 60s and early 70s. They traveled around like, you know, like comics do, like we do. Yeah. You know? um, and um, Dick Gregory actually said none of this about Cosby was true. They said there there was a conspiracy. I don't know how true this is. I'm I'm not I'm not saying this is true or not true. I'm just telling you right, what. Right, right, yeah. um, Gregory started going on uh, online, not really in a podcast, but he was getting interviewed and he was on YouTube a lot. And he was talking about through the whole Cosby thing as it started to ramp up how Cosby uh, was being uh, silenced because he wanted to buy NBC. I was one of my next point I was going to make, so let's okay. set it up. I mean, do, Go ahead. do you think this was a racial thing because he was setting up to buy NBC and uh, there's a conspiracy theorist out there who say they didn't want a black man owning a major net- television network, so they set him up to do this. Now, allegedly, they had mm-hmm. an actress who was called in, and uh, for the casting, they were saying, we want you to get to know Mr. Cosby, We're going to uh, get, and we want you to get some of his semen for us, and she's thinking... Let me get some Bill Cosby semen. She said she excused herself. She had to go to the restroom, went from the restroom or car and left that meeting. Now, it was never proven. That was one of the alleged stories out there. So yeah. I mean, this racism and his trying to purchase that was part of it or no? I, I be prepared. Okay. I'm going to say no with okay. a big, uh, the big asterisk. Okay. It wasn't about, they didn't care of Cos- Cosby's color. If Cosby was white and doing all the same things, the same things would have happened. And I'm going to, and this goes back to what um, Dick Gregory might have believed that caused that it was a racial thing. I don't. If I'm if I'm going to go down the conspiracy route, I'm going to go down because if you remember before all this blew up, Cosby was doing a lot of speaking engagements at schools in different areas, talking uh, about the things that are happening uh, with blacks and the black father and the black community. Um, where you had both blacks, whites. It wasn't the fact that they were the difference of color, but they were of a different of a different political uh, 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 belief. Where Cosby was in direct violation of that belief. I'm not saying Cosby is a conservative or a liberal. I'm not saying, you know, whatever. What I'm saying is, is that Cosby was speaking out. He was talking. He he said on more than one occasion that it is a fundamental crime. And I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact quote. But he says it's basically a real crime where parent, black parents will spend $200 on a pair of new sneakers for their, their son. Specifically, he said son. So they can go out and play basketball, but they won't spend you know, 50 bucks on hooked on phonics to help them improve their education. Right. And, he, he, and that was Cosby's tagline for a long time, that you are focusing – Hey, he was, t- he was he was looking at talking to the black community and he was saying, you guys are focusing on the wrong thing, right. basically saying that you need to get your kids. First of all, you need to stop attacking yeah. the black father and the family. You, you need to stop uh, 
pushing your kids or, or keeping your kids in an environment where they're literally they're failing educationally. And he said, it's the parents' responsibility to do that. And I've always believed that. I mean, my daughter was a straight A student. She graduated college with honors. And I think not that I was constantly, you know, I was not so much a helicopter parent, but I was definitely aware of my, my daughter's educational situation um, through pretty much her, her entire childhood, entire time in school. Because not so much in college because she was an adult. At that point, You're she right. was smarter than me anyway. You hope you taught her well <laughs> enough at that point, right? Exactly. Okay. So, and, and as a teacher, and I've been a teacher in a lot of different situations, very, ten, uh, very difficult situations, that the success of a child, any child, black, white, doesn't matter, is uh, in their, that child's success in school is directly related to the, to the, the amount of involvement uh, in, their, in the child's education by the parents, whether it's one parent or both parents. There's a direct correlation. The parent is completely hands off and they don't care. The child will, will, you know, there's the rare occasions where the child's just academically gifted and they'll just go ahead and get decent marks. 99% of the time, if the child is not doing well in school, it's because the parent is not putting enough uh, emphasis on education. Okay? okay. There are times where the parent does too much. Okay. And that works. That also works negatively. Works against well. them, right? Right. So Cosby's thing was that was trying to get poor black families for black communities to say, stop erasing the black father, okay, which I, I guarantee you there's, there's a political agenda out there doing that, and, and, I, and there's plenty of proof for it, too, because that's how they control people. Um, okay. But at the same time, it's kind of like they got into the habit of the black father. You know, if you listen to a lot of rap music, it's, you know, it's anti-woman, it's anti-family, it's pro-gang. I'm not saying all of it is okay, but a lot of it that's popular is. They say, "Oh man, I, I got on, you know, I went to the streets because the streets are cool and the streets are where you cut your teeth." And it's kind of like, "Yeah, but the streets aren't going to pay you." That's what when gets you're into in your late kids, yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay, cool to be a gangster, long. right? It's cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool, cool to be a gangster, and that's all they focus on. That is their future. And if you live beyond the age of the average gangster, which is about the age of 22, okay. You, you don't really don't have much to look forward to. You spend your life as a career criminal or yeah. at some point in time, you clean yourself up and you dust yourself off and you change the direction life is going in. That's a lot. Cosby was, was all over that. He's all over that for years. Cosby had a PhD in education. And well, he they actually that. said that uh, during his time in jail, he became a mentor to some of the younger prisoners. Yep. What do you think I of that? I heard that. I I'm not surprised at all. I mean, that's that's what Cosby does. Cosby's been doing that for years. It's it's you know part of probably what helps him cope with a lot of the negative stuff that he's you know maybe even it's a coping mechanism for uh, for his mental illness. Right, right. Know? But but yeah, I mean, and it might be you know due to the fact that he did lose his own son. And you can say, hey, you don't want a rapist as a role model, but I mean, if you're in prison, everybody's done something wrong. That's all you got there, you know. So I mean, yeah. And, and you know what? And sometimes, you know, guys go to jail for things that, you know, you know, they, they make that one mistake. Maybe they made that one bad decision. And it isn't always about every every guy, single guy in jail is, is this violent. I mean, there's a lot of them. Don't get me wrong. And they should right, be right, there. Right. But but at the same time, if a guy goes in for assault because he's got a bar fight. You know, maybe he was actually protecting a woman's honor for, for all you know. We've all made take... mistakes in life, some are worse mistakes, and you gotta do time, but yeah, and sometimes you get treated unfairly. That's why it's, yeah, it's, mean, it's good you know? people who did one bad thing. Don't make a yeah, bad exactly. Birth. You know, so human, but you gotta right. pay your price. You gotta pay the uh, price. Rumor you know? has it that uh Cosby left his Philadelphia home and allegedly he went to his Massachusetts home. We don't know, but he left his Philadelphia home to go somewhere else. Why do you figure was, was he just getting away from the heat of that situation? Oh yeah. If I were him, I would have the heck out of that state. I, I wouldn't have been any faster. I would have. I would have been gone. Yeah, right. So yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's pretty obvious he doesn't want to because they know where he lives, and I believe he has like a really nice townhouse, or it's it's in a it's in a fairly densely populated area. I've seen his place in 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 Greenfield. At least I've seen I've seen the property. I've actually right. seen. I think I saw the servant's house. Do you or think something. it was That's fair to be picketed or fair of being re-prosecuted or combination of the both or? Um, I mean they'll extradite you. I imagine for that, so he can't really run anywhere. But I mean, just yeah, I, just I get I away from the heat of that situation because that's where it was the hottest. Yeah, I think they have they they can't 
well, by law, by, by constitutional law, they cannot retry him for uh, 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 Andrea Constance's crime. Right. But if they can generate enough, you know, if the statute of limitations in whatever state that's filing the charge, like say he comes back to Massachusetts. Well, if he didn't do anything to anybody in Massachusetts, as long as he stays here, you know, for the most part, well, they can extradite much... back to Philly, couldn't they? Though, if they brought charges against them there, if they, it, it depends on what, how the state feels. You know, it, yeah. when you get to that level, the state could say, "No, we're not extraditing," or they may not even have an extradition agreement. Okay, uh, the governor or the attorney general saying, "You know what, Mr. Cosby is a legal resident. We're gonna, you're gonna leave him alone." Or they can say, "Nope, you can have him. Take him whenever you want." I don't know. It's that's something that. Um, you know, the bottom line, though, with that is that they would have to have enough evidence and enough, um, they have to have enough material to, to create a trial. They have yeah, to don't don't the make the same it. mistake they already made. And, yeah, exactly. Because, right. because you know, he'll be 85 That's and he's out of jail. Right? No. Yeah, you know, so I, I think that um, the world has been rubbed raw with this situation. And I think that most litigators are saying, you know what? That's a lot of work. And it's in I think know, it's getting to the point with OJ gets... now. If you hear something about OJ, it's like, yeah, him again. You don't want to. Hear. I think it's getting yeah. to that point with Cosby, and it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, about yeah I, I think, you know, he, he went to jail, you know, not the way people may have wanted him to, but he'll never. I mean, look at OJ. Has OJ ever been able to recover? Oh, you know, no, it's now no. been almost, what, 25 years, 26 right. years, I think. He's never had the kind of career that he had. Nobody's ever wanted to interview or talk to the guy. He's a free man. That's, you know, the is, is he? Line, I thought he was in jail man. for that other thing. Did no, he get he's out? been out of that. Yeah, he's been out of that for a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I haven't he been. He got to get released from that. Yeah, he's, he's out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, so now, I mean, again, I mean. But he's an old man at did? his age. Nobody cares. Yeah, but. Uh, right. And, well, e even if they did, what can he do where people's going to say, yeah, I want to pay you. Well, like I said, Cosby's launched a campaign. If you look at his social media, they're launching a campaign to clean up his image. So what do you think his legacy is? Do you think he can win people back over? Or do you think people have decided, hey, he's he's allegedly a monster, he's a rapist, he's a creep? There's going to be innocent, nobody's changing their mind. I think some people will. I think some people have always supported him. I think maybe there might be people that realize that, hey, he's got a mental illness and look at it that way, where maybe a different avenue should have been uh, used to to take care of this situation rather than put him in jail. Maybe you know, put him into some type of you know sex addict rehab center or mental illness, re, you know, uh, uh, situation uh, uh, rehab situation. So, um, do I think there's always going to be people that think he's guilty, even if they if he never went to trial, there would have been people that thought he was guilty. Uh, and there's going to be, be people. The question is, you know, yeah. how many of those people can he win over, and how many of those people? Uh, have enough influence to help us to help you made a good point i saw an interview with a mother her son went to prison for murdering someone mm -hmm. and she said you know okay he murders someone but they just throw him in prison and forgot about him he's never going to get the help that he needs to cure that mental illness you know yeah. forgot yeah. so you know cosby do you, I, I doubt he'll ever seek the help he needs at 83 you know i mean he's probably going to die with that mental illness if he has one right probably i would i would say probably um, it, it's, it's hard to tell. We don't know. He might be getting counseling for it now. You know, yeah. um, I, I Cosby being such a public figure, I, I know it's been a struggle to keep things, regular things that you and me would keep private to keep private because there's always somebody prying into your business. So, you know, it, it, it'll be, there's going to be questions that will never get answered. And these are some of them. It's never, he's never going to get back to where he was, no matter what. No. He, he may win That's some it. people back. He may lose some, but he'll never yeah. get back to where he was. All right. Yeah, so. he'll, he'll never be able to have the legacy he once had before the trial. Before all, the, all right, well, that. we're getting to the end of the podcast here, Bruce. We've talked for almost an hour about it, I guess. My mm -hmm. take from the podcast would say Cosby put himself in a bad situation. The victims put themselves in a bad situation. Something bad happened. You know, I'd say whether you're a woman or a man, don't put yourself in a bad situation and there's right. less chance something bad would happen. That'd be my take. What's, what's yeah. your take on the whole thing? Uh, I agree, actually. I mean, I'm of a mind that, like I said earlier, I mean, I believe in personal responsibility. Don't be an idiot. If, if right. you see yourself getting into a bad you know, uh, situation, walk away. You know, if you, you know, if you've got that one, you know, uh, I, I had a friend of mine, his first, his ex-wife was one of, she had mental illness, but she had one of those things where, she would provoke and provoke and provoke and provoke. 
you know, and then once he responded, she, she would say, oh, look what he did. He did this to me. You know, not saying the fact that she provoked the loving crap on him. Oh, they no. got divorced. So if you're in a bad situation, the best thing to do is to separate yourself from that situation ASAP. If you don't, you're partly responsible for whatever happens. Okay. Should anybody be forced to have sex against the will? Of course not. Should anybody put themselves in that position? No. But, you know, don't, we, we've all heard about the drunk girl at the party. Okay. What happens to the drunk girl at the party? You know, if there's a decent guy there, he may take pity on her and get her the heck out of there. Or there may be a bunch of bad guys there who take advantage. ruin, yeah, take advantage of that. And that's really what it's all about. It's, it's about forethought and common sense. All right. So there it is. You've heard about our thoughts on Bill Cosby. Bruce, I want to thank you for being on Funny Like Clown Podcast. And I wish you the best of luck with your podcast on the rocks. For more Bruce Chester, tune him in on his podcast. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Fridays, we're on Spotify. And uh, just do a search for On the Rocks or Scott's On the Rocks, Politica. And you'll get you'll, you'll get there. So. All right. Thanks again for being on. We'll see you on the road soon, buddy. You betcha. Take care. Right. Dennis. See you later. Bye now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.